It had been a quiet night in the detective squad room at the first precinct of the New York City Police. Sergeant Hull and Detective Flannery, Homicide's midnight shift, sat at facing desks. Flannery was doing a crossword puzzle on the computer, and Hull was typing a report on an ancient Underwood typewriter. And both men yawned, first one and then the other, as if the act were contagious. Hull was a tall, skinny man in his forties. He wore reading glasses down at the end of his long nose. Flannery was chubby, pug nose, and red hair, and enthralled with their new computer, which Hull stubbornly refused to use. You're a Luddite, he once said to Hull, to which Hull replied, What in hell is a Luddite? He didn't do crossword puzzles. It was Saturday, May 25th, 1996, and if the midnight shift passed with no lethal violence, both men could look forward to the rest of the weekend off. Since it was now almost 1 a.m., their chances were good. The station was at 16 Erickson, at the tip of Manhattan, pretty much closed down now, and quiet as a graveyard. Flannery frowned at his puzzle and said to Hull, That new uniform downstairs, Annabelle, you know who I mean? You think she's got a guy? How the hell should I know? I thought you might have noticed, Flannery said. How do you spell restaurant? A-U or U-A? A-U. She's stacked, good looking. But with all this harassment stuff going on, how do you start? Ask her for a date. The telephone rang. Hull picked it up, listened for a moment, and then said, Okay, Lieutenant, we're on our way. What? They got us one, and there goes the damn weekend. A banker or something, shot through the head at Garson, Weeds, and Anderson. Who phoned it in? Your Annabelle. The boss told her to leave everything just as it is. Well, you win some and you lose some, Flannery said. They're in the omnibus building, aren't they? That's right. When the detectives got to the omnibus, the ambulance was already there. Two tired men with a stretcher stood next to Annabelle, who was 24 years old, blonde, and six feet tall. A third man identified himself as Alec Prosky, a part of the weekend cleaning staff and the person who found the body. It's on the 17th floor, Annabelle informed them, a bit shaken and excited by her first homicide. Prosky here's a cleaner, one of six in the building. His boss, Goober here, put in the 911. Goober grinned at them. Who's up there? Kennedy, my partner, Annabelle said. The two detectives, Annabelle and Prosky, entered one of the bank of elevators and rode up to the 17th floor. Hull asked where the other cleaners were, and Prosky answered that they were working other floors and probably didn't know of the crime. Garson, Weeds, and Anderson occupied the whole of the 17th floor, and each man in the cleaning team did a floor by himself. He, Prosky, had touched nothing. Hull told Prosky to go down to the lobby and wait for the forensic team and then to bring them up. The building was locked? He asked Prosky. Friday. It locks up at seven. 
We have the key, and we come in at midnight. And the staff? The concierge and the others? They leave by seven. Any late people let themselves out and close the front door behind them. We come in at midnight, and we set the alarm systems when we leave. Real smart, Flannery observed. So there's no alarm system while the cleaners are here.